This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Ben, you do a great job, have done it for so long. <laughs> Sing my song, Puff, all night long as I take hits from the bong. I'm a lasagna hog. Free balling all the time. Girl, when I break you off. You sorry M effer piece of S. You're such an effing disgrace. I'm lit and I don't care what no one thinks, but where the F is the waitress at with my drinks. Where are you from? I'll pull up on you immediately. I swear to God I wanna kill ya. But it's not far down paradise. So stupid. I'm a lasagna hog. It mur- murders me every time. I don't know I'm a lasagna why. hog. I don't know why. Are you in fact a lasagna hog? Definitely get at least my fair share. Take a large slice. Legitimately, legit, legit tears right now. I would like to thank both of you for the restraint. That could have gone on for 15, oh, 20 minutes. Me? 15 or really, 20 days. Paul really wanted to let loose with the drops this morning. I am choking to death. Well, good morning, everybody. Today is, today is uh, November 3rd. It's also Benny's birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Benjamin Higgins. 40, 47 years old, and it's still very weird to me that, that I am older than you. It trips me out every time we do this because uh, mentally, spiritually, I'm about seven. And mentally and spiritually, Ben's about 77. So it makes for a nice combo. But um, but in terms of life experience, oh, I've got you're you beat. Way older. Yeah, I'm 177. You got more. You got like way more years on you than I do. <laughs> There's a lot of tread on these tires over here. Your tires are like those of an old lady that has a nice car that is. Well, put... I get the remote service. They come and change no. them and leave no, no, you no, with no, a complimentary no. loaner vehicle. And She's I... put 3,600 <laughs> miles on her car in 70 years. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's uh, good to be here today. Obviously, you know how we do things here on Ben and Woods. Celebration of our beloved Ben Higgins. And uh, I will get us started. Ben, one of the, uh, I, I tweeted it this morning. You know, it's uh, we work in a really weird business. In fact, every year the poll comes out. The business that's filled, you can let that play, Paul. I do not mind hearing Christopher Cross in my ears. Like, I could listen to that song all day. And I know we make fun of Ben for it, but it is... It's a fantastic song. Every year the survey comes out, most sociopathic industries. And number one, number one, always, for the last, as long as I've seen it, 10 years, it's always media. Always. And typically it's radio. So Ben gets that every day with me. It's nice for me to have somebody like Ben come in every day. You know you're going to enjoy yourself. And you know that uh, you know Ben is not going to make your life more difficult. In fact, Ben makes our life much, much easy, easier every time. So happy birthday to you, my brother, my partner. And, uh, you know, ex- extremely grateful every day that, uh, that somebody had the foresight to put us together. And I don't, I don't know that it was 
I don't know that it was like, ooh, I think these two would work. I think it was more of, I like Woods. I want to get him on board here. Ben's already here. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, I think that was much more of the pace of things. <laughs> I think it was. I don't think somebody it, sat in a lab and went, ooh, honestly, this could it, really work. If anyone actually took the time to think about it, they probably would have said, oh, no, no, there's no chance right. that, that those two would ever, Never. ever get along or create something yeah. that would, you know, meld as well as it did yeah it, it would be like no no that's not gonna work i mean it's the it, it just goes to show you man you just never know and uh man just happy birthday to you today's a uh, special day we love to have fun with birthdays and whatnot on our show that killed me paulie absolutely killed me paul rindle is here he's our executive producer good morning paulie good morning well done right out of the shoot this morning and uh, Benny, what did you like? What would you like to say to uh, all of your your legion of fans out there on your birthday? Hmm, I didn't put together a speech, but let's just say this: I have been in media on television and radio in San Diego for the past twenty years, and until these last few years, the tier ones. The love that you show and and the support that you give us has been unlike anything that I have ever experienced. It's it's a different world coming in and doing this show and uh, being with both of you guys, first of all. I just absolutely look forward to it every single day, and I never thought I'd look forward to getting up this early in the morning, but I do. I love coming into work, being with you guys, and I love the Tier 1s and you know what they say on Twitter and even when Larry calls in and talks for too long, I know his heart's in the right place, yeah, and I appreciate is. that that uh, that everyone out there is, has shown me this love and appreciation over the last few years. So thank you very much. It's uh, well deserved, my friend. Truly, truly well deserved. Polly with a great, a great graphic already. Happy birthday, Ben. There is a Ben is is sitting in front of a plate. It's on our Twitter feed at Ben and Woods. Polly, what is on there? Let me tell you exactly. Tell me exactly what what the spread is next to Ben. I mean, it's just a it's a golden cake <laughs> with a crown on it. Probably like fifty thousand dollar birthday cake because uh, he is fancy. And then it is. I'm trying to get the yeah a twenty eight thousand dollar <laughs> Bloomsbury Golden Phoenix cupcake. Wow. <laughs> Which. He would with a golden spoon, the golden spoon filled with like chocolate pudding of some sort. I'm sure it's much more expensive, whatever it is. I'm sure it is. What is in a fifteen thousand dollar Bloomberry cupcake? Oh, you mean a twenty-eight? I'm sorry, a twenty-eight thousand dollar Bloomberry cupcake. Looks like gold waffle, not blue waffle, by the way. Uh, Don't look that up. Sold in Dubai. Sold in Dubai. Okay. Uh, it is unlike other cakes baked so far, containing inedible uh, diamonds, fully digestible. Blah, 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 blah. Where am I? It has diamonds. It is served. In it. Uh, let's see. Finest Italian chocolate and Ugandan vanilla pods smothered in edible gold flakes. It is served with a golden spoon to match its value and style and deliciously topped with chocolate icing and strawberries dipped in edible gold as well. <laughs> I had no idea you but could eat don't, gold. don't eat the inedible diamonds. <laughs> you spit them out like seeds, like watermelon <laughs> seeds. When you eat your... <laughs> 
but it, instead of watermelon seeds, it's diamonds. <laughs> well, as somebody, he definitely appreciates the finer things in life, and boy, have we had fun with that over the last five or so years. Uh, man, it's that's good. I'm 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 glad that uh, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're making uh, that you made forty seven. You know, you probably had no doubts you were going to make 47. <laughs> I definitely did have doubts if I was going to make 47. But, uh, man, it's just a pleasure pleasure to uh, to work with you and and have fun in here every day and start it off on I a good I do think note. that once you get into the mid to late 40s, there's, terrifying. there's that appreciation. Okay, I made it through another year. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's not... It's maybe still likely, but not as guaranteed as it once was. So yeah, I, I feel the plaque around my heart. I can, I can feel it. Some <laughs> days I'm like, oh, it doesn't feel right. When is this thing coming? Because it's inevitable when it comes, and I just hope it's mild. But <laughs> I doubt it will be. Yeah, just like a little bit of indigestion. That's like a, and, you know, ooh, it's just is that okay, a, is that a that's a heart attack? Is that yeah, a heart attack? No, no. It's like the, just, the SNL guys are like, just have to call. Just have another heart attack. Just another heart attack. Makes a baker's dozen for me. <laughs> I feel that right now. I really do. Uh, man, we got a uh, really interesting World Series game to to break down from last night. Ben, this morning, hey, did you did you watch the Laker game? He said to me, and I just started dying laughing. He said it so like confidently. so confidently, matter of fact. Hey, did you catch any of the Laker game yesterday? I mean, it was trending on Twitter for its unusual ending, so I thought maybe you caught a little bit of it at the end. I thought. I thought they lost because everyone had tweeted they lost, and I wasn't really paying attention because I was still covering the aftermath of the World Series. And I started like writing up oh, Lakers lose, so and so. And I, I did one more check just on the final score, and ESPN said they won in overtime. And I go, oh, wow, they don't make mistakes that often. But I saw on Twitter many times from like reporters who were at the game, the Lakers lost. So they've obviously made a mistake. No, no, they actually shockingly won the game last night. Well, listen, <clears throat> we will talk about all of that and then some, but today is uh, definitely a celebration of, of Ben. If you want to call in, wish him a happy birthday, you can, 833-288-0973. Uh, we had some Tier 1s leave some voicemails. Pro- Paulie's probably going through those right now. Uh, we had some some folks call in and leave their best dad jokes. And they did, actually, there was a couple on Twitter that I liked, Benny, that I'll read you. Uh, this morning, if I could pull them up right quick. It's also a smart baseball Thursday. Uh, one last time, Eno Saris from The Athletic going to be with us at 8.35. We can talk about uh, the no-hitter in the World Series yesterday. And obviously, uh, we'll get into it. How 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 do you value a, a combined no-hitter versus a solo no-hitter? I don't really think, once it's in the World Series, it doesn't doesn't matter what kind of no-hitter it is. Not to me. It's, uh, I mean, it's a team sport, especially in the World Series. You got no hit. Did you get any hits last night? You didn't? Okay, cool. You got no hit. Doesn't matter how many guys got you out, Benny. Uh, ben, when does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes a parent. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's one. That was from Lori. Let's see here. I have a dad a base full of them. Of dad jokes. A dad a base. A dad a database. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Got one more for us here? Let's see. A bartender broke up with her boyfriend, but he kept asking her for another shot. <laughs> Somebody said, how do you trap a Shouldn't ball? that be the other way? I broke up with my bartender boyfriend, but I kept... No, my bartender boyfriend broke up with me, but I kept asking him for another shot. I don't know. 
Why do ants not get COVID? Because they have tiny antibodies. Ant, anti, antibodies. 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 All right. Well, okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'd like, I, my dream was for Larry uh, to call today if he's listening and sing you happy birthday. That is my dream. But I didn't have his number. I so. doubt it's going to happen. No, if he does, uh, Larry, if you're listening, please call in and sing happy birthday to Ben. And uh, let's get this show on the road today. It feels quiet in here. I don't it is know a why. little quiet why right now. Why is it quiet? Let's play some music going into the break. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll save some time to talk a little bit about the no-hitter before we get into our... Uh, it's an NFL report Thursday. Eric Adelson's going to be with us as well near the bottom of the hour. Uh, so we got a lot to get to right off the shoot, out of the shoot. We're off the shoot, out of the, the shoot, whatever Off the you bat, want. whatever we're talking about this morning. Yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. I can make up things. You as get I, to do whatever you as want. As I see fit That's on exactly, this day. exactly right. Glad to have you with us getting started on a Thursday morning. It is Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. It is very windy. The roadways are somewhat treacherous out there. The segment of Ben and Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. Let's check in with Kelly Danick, our first check of traffic this morning. The more I have to let go, now the signal's still getting all mixed up. We're always doing damage control, but in the middle of the night, I worry it's blurry even without light. In the middle of the night, I worry it's blurry even without light. I know I. Fun to get the Diddy selection on your birthday. Doesn't always I think work that should that just way. be a rule. Kind of an automatic actually, rule yeah, that automatic does actually makes sense. Holly, when's your birthday again? September, right? Yeah. Yeah. I am not a musical person, so I didn't even know about this until Quentin Tarantino put it in Pulp Fiction. But ever since I heard it, I always loved Dick Dale and his Deltones, Miserlou. Uh, Miserlou. Some surf rock, instrumental rock week here on the Daily Diddy on Ben and Woods. Such a great movie still. Still. We've talked about it a billion times. But when it's on... Automatic. Automatic stop down. I'm like, ah, I've got an hour and a half left of this thing. I'm, this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to be watching Pulp Fiction. This is about the point in the song where during the opening credits, they pull up the needle and switch over to Jungle Boogie. Yeah. In the middle of it. Yep. Such a good, such a good perfect fit for that movie. Quentin Tarantino, I, very much like you in that he, he takes a lot of care in his musical selection. You hear me talking, Hillbilly Boy? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't finished with you by damn sight. I ain't through with you by damn sight. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. Bing Rames is amazing in that movie. Don't tell nobody about this. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace. I like how Bruce Willis literally 1,000% completely saves his life. Saves his life. Yeah. And he's still like, 
You better get out of L.A. Tonight. I'm like, bro, you got carte blanche. You well, can do he was going to murder him before that. So. Well, I get it, but just, he I just mean, saved him from, yeah, you know. from, from, you know. <laughs> like, it was about to get way worse for him. He you hear got, me talking, hillbilly Butch boy. was supposed to throw the fight. He didn't. He, he didn't. knew that his life was, was over at that point. He needed to get out. I so. guess I guess getting the, like, hey, man, I'm gonna, you, can, you can live. Just don't come back to L.A. It's your L.A. privileges are revoked. revoked. God, it's so good. <laughs> Nah, man. I'm pretty f- far from okay. okay. <laughs> God, it's the it's by far the most shocked I think I've ever been in a movie in my life when they pull the gimp out of the thing. Who? What kind of twisted mind, Ben, would think of something like that? The just, twist, twisted mind of Quentin Tarantino. Just incredible. So last night, I I've I've given up on understanding baseball. The Phillies have been without question. I'm done. One of the hottest swinging teams that you've ever seen. I mean, Stupid. just top to bottom, you know, they they hit five home runs the night before. Their lineup has been just incredible. And then, of course, they get no hit last night by Christian Javier and the Houston bullpen. Not, not, not shut out. No hit. No hit. And they're really, other than Gene Segura's line drive yep. with two outs in the eighth inning, yep. wasn't like there was a ton of plays that were close. No. I mean, really, not like guys were diving all over the field to to make plays. It is the dumbest game, and I realized something last night. You know what? Something I don't do on Twitter a lot of is I don't prognosticate a lot because I know better. I know that baseball is hard to prognosticate. So the night before, when they had the 7 nothing lead, and we talked about it on the air, Benny, of... Hey, what a dream, and I tweeted, dream scenario for a manager, you can rest Alvarado and Sir Anthony Dominguez tonight for a bullpen day tomorrow. Turns out you didn't do a bullpen day, you went with Austin Nola. Um, Aaron, but I'm sorry, Aaron Nola. Uh, And you went with Nola, and he was great through a few innings, and, and so then you're thinking, okay, this is the formula we've all seen work, Alvarado comes in, base is loaded, plunks the first guy, and you're like, all right, well... I'm an idiot. And so what I realized is I'm a much better reactor to the game of baseball than uh, somebody that can try to prognosticate what's going to happen. Because I don't think Rob Thompson did anything wrong. I really don't. And, and he, No, people were praising him for being aggressive with his bullpen well, in that situation. And, and, and what happened to Nola? He came in and he gave up three singles. Yeah. Like it wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't lose the zone. He wasn't. Maybe lost a tick of, of Velo, and what inning was that? That fifth. was the fifth. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you can always go back and say, well, listen, you know, if you're going to go to Alvarado and you want to be aggressive, Nola had gotten you through four, you know, a couple times through the lineup, go to him there. But then if that blows up in his face, it's like, well, Nola was cruising. What are you doing? It's such a hard I, job. I don't want I don't want to see Phillies fans picking, picking nits on the pitching, though. Your team didn't get a single hit. It doesn't matter who was pitching. That's exactly right. Anyone could have been pitching. The, I mean, how many innings would they have needed to throw the game of their life to match what the Astros did yesterday? And I guess what, to me, you can be a reactor to baseball all you want. I thought our reaction yesterday was, was spot on, that the Phillies had felt like they had taken somewhat control of the series. The 2-1 lead, they had the next two games at home, they had all the momentum. Now, 24 hours later... It feels very much like the Astros have significantly tipped the series in their favor. They've got home field advantage back. They're guaranteed to go back 
for a game six, and they've got Justin Verlander and Framber Valdez ready for the next couple of games. It feels like this series has tipped the other way fairly significantly. It's nuts. all in the course of one night. It's nuts because the the stat that that I read on the air yesterday was, hey. The team that wins Game 3 has a 69% chance of winning the World Series. You'd love a 70% chance of winning a World Series, right? If you're a Phillies fan, you're like, hell yeah, man. Roughly 70%. This is great. This is what you live for, yeah. And in the matter of 24 hours later, you're like, we're dead. 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 And this is the difference. There are other differences as well. But if you want to compare the Padres to the Astros... We're both in the same situation against the Phillies. Split the first two at home, lose game three on the road in Philadelphia. You go to game four. Padres have to go with Mike Clevenger. Even after staking him to a 4 nothing lead, they just didn't have the pitching in that game to get it done. Who do the Astros have in waiting in game four? Christian Javier, who uh, has had a remarkable season and absolutely for whatever reasons and i don't know that you can explain it through physics or what it is because we were talking before the show what's his his velo is not it's not anything notable at least in this day and age not that remarkable he's not throwing some crazy pitches he's not you darvish with some you know wild 10 pitch arsenal he pretty much throws his fastball he's a two pitch pitcher it's just there and he's it's 70 it's he's 70 down the middle a lot and they cannot hit it he's 70 30 Fastball slider, which again, I mean, uh, it, you know, if you're a reliever and you've got fastball slider, you can make an entire career off that. David Robinson, yeah, if you throw a ninety nine, a hundred, something like that, usually. But like David Robertson, he's he came in and pitched for the Phillies later. He's two pitch pitcher. There's a lot of guys that are two pitch pitchers, and they're used in the bullpen. Very rarely do they say, "Hey, your fastball and slider guy, and your fastball is about 94, 96, like max." Let's yeah, let the lineup have two or three cracks at you as a starter. You just don't do that it anymore. It just doesn't happen. So um, there's a couple of things. And, hey, it always comes at the perfect time when Eno Saris joins us. He will at 835 to ask him what kind of voodoo magic is, is going on there. Because essentially, man, Christian Javier, he throws the same two pitches as Mike Clevenger does with about the same velocity. I think his slider is probably a little better, a little tighter. Uh, but we saw how Mike Clevenger got hit in the postseason. You know, look, it's it's the the thing of the Nate Eovaldi is another interesting guy. Pitches for the Red Sox. The dude throws a hundred, but he throws a flat one hundred. It it's a hundred, but it it never moves. It is whoop right there. It's almost to these guys. The guys like Manny, guys like Fernando can look at a hundred miles an hour and they get one look at it and go, "All right, you're dead. You're dead. It's not moving anywhere. Like I'm going to pummel this." faster it comes in, the further it goes out. And so Javier, the way he moves the ball around, the way his ball kind of jumps at the end, I mean, he was a delight to watch. He was a delight to watch. And those guys were befuddled. Maybe the, the Phillies batters were tipping their swings Well, I loved, beforehand. I loved how the <laughs> night before it was – I mean, we got the DM yesterday. We read it on the air like, well, this is – I mean, they haven't lost at home. They've hit a ton of homers at home. Clearly something's going on there. Did they they didn't re, they didn't charge their cheating machine last night because it was you got no hit you didn't get one single hit off Astros pitching last night how about those guys in their bullpen too good lord I mean good lord the guys that come in out of their pen uh, in here and are, they've got more that they oh, didn't use last night guys are sitting there rotting that all have ninety eight ninety nine in the tank uh, yeah I 
Boy, I was feeling really good about the Phils yesterday. I am not feeling so good about the Phils right now. Let's. Uh, I did this a couple days ago. It didn't go so well. Squeeze in a call before the bottom of the hour. Oh, good. Oh, oh, great. Here we go. But I see our friend Ryan Cohen's on the line. Nice. Ryan, you've got forty-five yeah, minutes to go. T- your time is ticking, Ryan. You know how you know how I get. I just wanted to say happy birthday, Ben. I don't need too much longer than that. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. Have you been? I'm good. I'm sitting in traffic in L.A. right now. I'm driving because I'm a contestant on uh, Wheel of Fortune today. That's not even a lie. Whoa, whoa, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I know wait, you can't wait, tell wait, us how on. you do. Whoa, it's, whoa. it's very secretive. You're supposed to keep your results, but we can wish you the best of luck. Now, this is, uh, this is the regular Pat Sajak, Vanna White version of Wheel of Fortune? That's the one. Wow. What did you think it was? Well, I mean, we get the primetime version, <laughs> Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. I can't imagine that Ryan Cohen's on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. He would yet. be someday, in San Diego. Yeah, someday he will sure. be, but but I, I just I wanted to make sure. Bro, are you nervous? That's that's the one game show that I feel like I would choke at the most. Are uh, uh, you nervous? I'm excited. I don't know. I'm not too nervous. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll be I mean, nervous if the cameras are on, but I'm pretty excited. Obviously, because they never increase the price of vowels. You always instantly buy your vowels. As soon as you get a letter and some money in your bank, yeah, yeah, yeah. you start buying the vowels so you can figure out the puzzle. Go ahead and solve it. Don't risk the bankrupt. Make sure you get the, get the money in the bank right away. Yeah, just solve that thing. I mean, you know, if you can figure out the wheel in terms of like one full revolution, some people can kind of spin it and get it to the point where they can avoid no, the no, bankrupts. No, 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 but no. I disagree. Spin that thing. As hard as you can. Make it spin for 15 minutes straight. Spin it so hard that they're like, all right, any day now. Just spin I went the to crap a taping of, of Wheel of Fortune when I, was a, when I was a kid. Did you? It's The wheel is smaller than you think in real life. When you get there, you, you'll be surprised. I mean, you probably you know, have tried out, obviously. But, yeah, the wheel is not as big as you'd imagine. It's like Tom Cruise. Yeah, it is. It's television <laughs> makes things look bigger. He's four the wheel's foot not nine. that big. Yeah, all right. Hey, man, good luck. Go win, uh, go win some money. See, this is why I call in. I get all the advice I need. Now I'm going to be a millionaire at the end of the That's day. exactly right. Let's go, dude. I'm really happy for you. That's cool. Good for you. Love you, both. Happy Love you, man. Day, Appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, Ryan. Good luck. Wow, Wheel of Fortune for Wheel Ryan Cohen today. Of, of Fortune. Vanna White's still doing it, too, huh? Is she still on it? Yeah, she's still, but she doesn't have to actually turn the letters anymore because they're digital. She just has to tap them. Fantastic. And they reveal themselves. All right. And now in the bonus game, it used to be, remember, everyone would pick the same letters. Yeah, yeah. R-S-T-L-N-E. Yeah. But now they give you those ones, and they make the puzzles much more difficult, and you get three other letters. You get, I'll take a B, a P, a, P, um, uh, an a, a, y, a y, and give me an O. You get three more consonants and one more vowel. It's, it's damn near. It's like a quarter of the alphabet. Yeah, I know, but it's it's tricky though because they keep all the R, S, T, L, and E's kind of out of the puzzle. Just one or two of them. You know what would be good is Wheel of Fortune Radio. Be really fun for our audience. I'm sure there's like seven Wheel of Fortune podcasts out there. I'm sure there are. All right, brought we'll, to you by Odyssey. We'll come back. Uh, we've got Eric Adelson going to join us. It is a uh, a football NFL insider report Thursday as they. Kickoff week. Are we on week nine of the NFL season coming up already? That's incredible. Hitting the uh, halfway mark of the season and moving into the second half of the NFL season. All right, hurry up. Your birthday present just arrived. I got to oh, go. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, Better Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Yes.
Polly knocked it out of the park with your birthday gift here, didn't he? Well, what I appreciate was that he was actually listening as I did my impromptu breakfast TED Talk yesterday. Not the full one. That's still Th- to come. That's still to come. But he heard me mention the McGriddle. God, it's good. And that uh, I do have some thoughts on the McGriddle. They're good thoughts. And Polly has graced us with uh, McGriddles and hash browns and orange juice this morning. It's not even my birthday, and I got a McGriddle and hash browns and an OJ. I'm so happy, It's Polly. a great present. It really is. Like, it's way better than my AirPods. Can you imagine if I just got, like, me and him <laughs> McGriddles? I'm like, hey! <laughs> What? I thought you said you were working. It's not your birthday. Were you eating chicken breasts in here on Monday? What's, uh, what happened? <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> this hour on uh, 97.3 The Fan brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot, a booster given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. It's always fun to talk to friends on your birthday. I consider... Eric Adelson, our senior NFL insider, a friend, no he's doubt. going to join us right after this check traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Hot, hike! It's time for the NFL Insider Report. Are you ready for the football? With Eric Adelson. Some goofball in a hat. Brought to you by Hummel Casino. With seven restaurants, thousands of slots, thrilling table games, and a sports pub voted San Diego's best, it's no wonder Hummel Casino is always a fan favorite. Hummel Casino. Close, friendly, fun. Now we go to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, and we are joined by our senior NFL insider, Eric Adelson. Very um, unique situation tonight, Eric, as the... Phillies and the Astros play Game 5 of the World Series in Philadelphia. Those cities' respective football teams will meet in Houston as the Eagles and the Texans play each other. I thought this can't have ever happened before. The people did the research. This is the seventh time that the World Series participants, their football teams, have met on the same day. That's crazy. Which I couldn't believe I would I have said, b- I would have said absolutely one. not. Not I a chance b- now, that that's ever happened. Now, in recent years, they've stopped playing World Series games on Sundays because they don't want to go up against the NFL. But they used to always have World Series games on Sundays, so I guess there was always kind of a 1-10 in 10 chance or so that your team was going to play the other team. But that's pretty weird, Eric, wouldn't you say? That is bonkers. Uh, Seven. I, I w- yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't uh, – I'm just trying to rifle through my mind to figure out when that could have happened for. But uh, but I guess seven times. By the way, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank um, you. That's the most important thing. Um, I, I mean, I, I am just stunned at the wealth of, uh, of riches for one city. The, the, the Eagles are arguably the best team in football. Yep. The, the Phillies are arguably the best team in baseball. And the Union is arguably the best team in the MLS. It's it's just crazy. I'm so glad that the Flyers are just mediocre because I just couldn't take that. <laughs> yeah, the Flyers, the Sixers are kind of always, you're like, man, is this the year for the Sixers? And then not so much. But, uh, man, I wanted to ask you, you know, uh, uh, tonight's game we can get into. I wanted to ask you about something. As somebody that's been covering the NFL for a long time, Eric, is it just me? Is it recency bias? Or has this trade deadline for the NFL been the most exciting in years? I mean, I I have always said, man, the NFL trade deadline, I always feel like could be so, so huge because they can trade draft picks and all that. They don't do that in Major League Baseball. You can't, hey, we're going to pick up Juan Soto. We'll give you two number ones. And I wish they could. Believe you me, we probably wouldn't have a pick left uh, here in San Diego. <laughs> but uh, I'm, the next 40 years. The next 40 years, but... 
uh, it, it this year it, it has felt like some a really really good players have been on the move, and b all teams are really active. Yeah, it's not just you. It's crazy and it's good, and it's also interesting because the two main movers, three are the Ravens, the the Vikings, and the Dolphins. And these are teams that are very good teams, but I really wonder why these teams are kind of going for broke now, considering that this is the one year where you have a, 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 the the at least one team that's, I don't want to say out of reach, but um, but really superior to, to almost everybody else. And I, and I know teams are not going to think, well, we, we can't catch them, but you're really kind of going for broke rather than building, I think, in these cases. And I'm not sure that this is going to pay off in either in, in any of these situations because you have to end up paying all these people. And in some cases, you already are paying all these people. So I, usually we have these, these major trades. It's for teams that are kind of rebuilding. And here you have a combination of teams that are kind of on the cusp, at least in their own opinion. And then you have teams that are sellers that want to reboot. And I think that this is sort of a different cast system in the NFL where before you have a lot of teams and maybe three or four or five could do, could win it all. And I don't just, I just don't see it that way now. And maybe I guess these teams like the Dolphins and Vikings, they feel, and the Ravens, they feel like we can do this now. You know, and it's weird because when you it's 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 every sport, right? Hey, get into the dance, see what happens. Get into the dance, see what happens. You know, if you're talking about baseball, you look at what the Padres did, you look at what the Phillies did, and Phillies are in the friggin' World Series right now. And you know, if you had told Philly fans back in in May or June that they'd be in the World Series, they wouldn't have believed you. And, and you know, they went out and made a couple of moves to improve their team. But it, do you feel that that's the same in football, uh, Eric? Like, if we can just get to the playoffs, anything can happen. I, I feel like baseball is a little different animal than than basketball and football. I would say no to that very good question, but there's so much of a copycat league here. I wonder if this is sort of the the Bengals copycat, that you have a Bengals team that did just sneak in. They had a good young quarterback that was on the rookie contract. You had some explosive talent around him, and, I mean, let's face it, this this is kind of what the... The, the Vikings are with Cousins and Jefferson, with what the Dolphins are with Tua, and he's two incredible receivers, and it's what, it's what the Ravens are with Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. So maybe this is sort of a copycat league in a new way, whereas before, for so many years, it was like, well, if you're not the Patriots or maybe the Packers, then uh, you got to wait. And now there really isn't a dynasty. And so maybe, the, maybe these teams are thinking we can be the Bengals. I assume that when you said that there was the team that was head and shoulders above everyone, you were talking about the Buffalo Bills? That's my opinion. I, I like the Eagles, and the Chiefs are always going to be the Chiefs. But And, and you'll, you know I'm Eric Fadelson. You know I'll be on to admit I'm wrong in the future, but I don't think I've seen a team as dominant as the Bills in a while. I mean, and so much can happen injury-wise. In the, I mean, we're just at the halfway point of the season, but – I mean, do you feel like it would take something a little unusual at this point to not have a Bills Eagles Super Bowl, or this is the NFL? Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Where do you kind of stand on how big of a favorites these two teams are? I think that the I think that the Eagles are a little bit more vulnerable, especially now that the Niners have McCaffrey. People sort of forget that the Niners 
have have been hanging around at the end of every season, except for the pandemic year. They they lost like their whole team in one game and, and it, it, with injuries. But basically, for several seasons, they've had a shot, and it's been one play or one quarter that's doomed them. And now that they have McCaffrey, I think that they are are true contenders. But uh, other than that, I think the Eagles are far and away the best team in the in, in the um, the NFC. But I don't think it matters. I don't unless Josh Allen gets hurt. Uh, I, I don't I don't see any way the Bills are going to be stopped. They are so good, and Josh Allen is so – the one thing about Jalen Hurts is I'll say I, I, th- I think that he, he he's still kind of like growing into his role, growing into his team, and Allen's there. Allen's like, I, I, I'm not going to have this happen again. I'm not going to lose to the Chiefs again. I'm not going to let this team fall short. They're, I'm going to drag them there if I have to. And you see that kind of force in his personality in this game, and I think that that's the key ingredient for them. I, I, I like the 49ers too, but does that mean, Eric, that the Rams, their goose is cooked? I mean, they're looking up at the 49ers. I mean, they're half a game behind, but they've been swept already in a season series. And at the surprise Seahawks, who are actually in first place in the NFC West, is there is there hope for the defending Super Bowl champs, or is this going to be that – disappointing season after the Super Bowl that so many teams have. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that uh, they just haven't been – I mean, they get Van Jefferson back, that matters, but I think losing Odell was huge. Losing Von Miller was huge. Uh, Cooper Cup is not 100% right now. Maybe he will be later in the season. And, and Stafford, the thing that people, I think, sort of forget about Stafford is that he has had injuries. He's had injuries, and, and last year he was, he was healthy throughout – and, and and he's never really had a, an, an injury-free season, even though he's a warrior and doesn't miss games. And now he's kind of in middle age, at least in the football sense. So I think what they've lost in terms of the leadership and the talent, uh, and also Aaron Donald, even though he's a, he's a legend, I, he's another year older, I, I just can't see them getting through another 17-game season and getting through the playoffs without those guys. Talking to our pal Eric Adelson here on Ben and Woods this morning. Wanted to ask you about a couple of more teams that, you know, usually we would see for years and years, Aaron Rodgers would get off to a, sometimes a slow start. And, you know, he was really good at making uh, making the most out of what he had. Now, obviously, you know, he lost a, a very talented wide receiver to the Raiders. But to see them stand pat kind of at the deadline, <laughs> do nothing, you don't have you don't have much much longer with Aaron Rodgers. You just don't. And, and, and I, I'm sure Green Bay fans are frustrated. Uh, I'm sure Charger fans are very frustrated as well. Uh, they've they've hit, got hit by the injury bug this year, too. But Tom Telesco and the, the GM of the, um, I think it's, what's his name, Brian, Brian Guttenkunst or something like that for, uh, for Green Bay. Guttenkunst. Guttenkunst. Uh, those guys sitting on their hands, you know, again, at least the Chargers – for the fifteenth year in a row, hey, I think even you said it. I really like the Chargers. Everybody always does, and you know, here here comes the trade deadline. They do nothing. Yeah, I'm a little. I think the Chargers are one of these teams that, that there's still a chance they get healthy and get in. That's, I think, a team. I, I'm not going to pick them over the Bills, um, but I think that that's a team that if, if they get healthy and get in, they're dangerous because they're just loaded when they're healthy. And they, I think they have the talent they need when they're healthy. I, I, I think that the Packers are done because the whole vibe is like, well, Aaron Rodgers will figure it out. Yeah. And, that's, and he has. Oh, every but year. Think, yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was telling because after the last loss, 
he stood up at the podium and said, well, maybe this is the best thing for us. You know, we have a game against the Bills and no one's no one's picking us. And it, you know, this is the kind of remember the relaxed comment he made around the same point in the yes, season. Just relax. Right. <laughs> but there was there's no rabbit in this hat. That's the problem is, is that everyone's just sort of waiting for Aaron Rodgers to work the magic. And then he's sort of swirling the wand around and then there's nothing there. And, and maybe, maybe that changes. Uh, maybe they find a receiver that can be the next Devontae Adams. But I, I, think it's, I think it goes south more than it goes north from here. Last thing for me, Eric, uh, Washington Commanders, uh, the news yesterday that Dan Snyder is exploring a sale. Uh, I think there's two camps on this one. We argued it yesterday. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I, I think this means that it's inevitable he's going to sell. It's not like he's not going to find a buyer. How does he get out of it once he starts exploring it? Woods, on the other hand, you know, thinks like many other people do that this is all just part of his his ongoing smokescreen. Just keep it rolling, you know, Stay, to keep, keep it, it rolling. How does how does this play out in your mind? Yeah, there's too much PR damage uh, because it, the, the the true embarrassment is if his peers box him out, and that's going to happen. So I think he's going to have to sell the team. I, it's like me telling my wife, I will get in shape. Just if you keep waiting. I'm eventually I will get in shape. It's been oh, eight years now. Dan Snyder's bought the gym membership. Is <laughs> oh. he actually going to go? Ben, I belong to, the gym. to like three gyms. Okay, <laughs> do I look like I'm in shape to you? You can put this off for as long as you can. But look, it, we all know uh, Eric. He's going to parachute out of there with you know a ton of money. But it's hard. It, it's hard to sell a golden goose. But I guess you're right, man. Once you're ostracized from that very elite club, probably tough to uh, continue to go forward, man. So. We appreciate your insight, uh, as always, my friend. You bet. Have a great weekend. There he is, our pal Eric Adelson on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. I love Eric, man. He's such a good dude. If you want more football insight, you can always tune in to kick it off with Boomer and Valenny Saturday mornings here at 7 a.m., 97.3 The Fan. It's Boomer Esiason, Mike Valenny, previewing the games each week. Start your weekend with Boomer and Mike on kickoff at uh, 7 a.m. on Saturdays here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we have um, Real or Fake. It's a throwback Thursday. We haven't done any throwing back necessarily yet oh. on a throwback Thursday. Oh, we will. <laughs> but we do have some throwback for you coming up. <laughs> and we'll play a game of Real or Fake uh, to try to qualify someone for the getaway to Las Vegas. If you don't have you know the musical knowledge necessary to challenge Woods on a daily basis on Take on Woods, this is your chance to get in for Vegas. Woods will help you if he can if on I real can. or fake. Yeah, I'm not great at uh, it. You don't have to beat him. You just have to get uh, four out of seven correct, and we'll put you into the hopper for the grand prize getaway. So call in here in the next few minutes. We will play at the top of the hour a little real or fake and then get on to more Ben and Woods today. Should be a should be a fun one coming up, I think. Yeah, get your McGriddle in you, though. I'm finished. I'm almost done with it. So good. <sighs> I was eating my McGriddle while Eric was answering one of Ben's questions. Well, I was so, doing I'm the done. same while you were asking questions. I was stuffing in bites of McGriddle as well. I am the, the Dan Snyder of radio. I, I really, when they came, when they first came out, and again, I bet I'm you were repulsed. Dipping into my TED <laughs> I Talk bet you here, were repulsed. I thought it was one of the most hideous sounding ideas ever. And then you had it, and it works. Yeah, it then you really had it. does work. Paul, I I didn't like it before. I got the wrong. I combo. would have liked to have been like an executive in the room that day. We, just, we did sausage egg and cheese. I got the wrong combo. I think I got a bacon. Stop the pancake. Yeah, it's oh my it, it, God. that just made my day. All right, back with our two. Ben Woods next on the fan.